This is the Authentic Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Nick Foley and Stu Saunders. Here we go. All right, welcome to the second episode of season two for the Authentic Entrepreneurs with myself, Stu Saunders, and beside me, Nick Foley. That's me. That's the name that goes with my face. Yeah. So we're coming back off of our first episode, uh, second season, uh, second season underway, um, and we couldn't be more grateful for those who have stuck with us for the first season and now into the second season. Yeah, um, yeah we're pumped up today because it's our first guest of season two. Season two. First guest. Um, <clears throat> it's uh, our friend Melanie. Yeah, Melanie Sotka. Yeah. There she is right there. There um, she is. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and by the way, our, our goal this year with our with our with all of our guests is to really dig a bit deeper this year into our into our guest stories and their skill sets and their, um, and you know what they really bring to the, to the entrepreneurship world. Um, and so we've actually designed, you'll notice in the new episodes this year, um, four questions that every single guest we have will have to answer um, and kind of really give you some takeaways um, and be a lot more focused on, make it more valuable for your listener um, to have stuff that you can tangibly take and put into play in your life and your job and your business and your work and your parenting and your health, whatever it is we're talking about, but it's about being an entrepreneur ultimately. Um, and so we thought what a great way to talk about that then with our first guest, Melanie. So tell us more about Melanie. So Melanie is the uh, creator of ca uh, Creator Capacity or CapacityCreator.com and Ego Cake. Um, where I met Mel, we were in a we were at a conference speaking, and Mel did a wonderful workshop on creating capacity. And I think creating capacity as a entrepreneur is so important. And she goes into a deep dive into what uh, the capacity creator is and how it helps entrepreneurs in our interviews. However, uh, I'll give you a little background of Melanie Sotka. She is the founder of Capacity Creator uh, Corp, a corporation, an education and consulting company that transforms high-achieving individuals from uh, overcommitting and overwhelmed to thriving in their current environments. As an award-winning professor and entrepreneur of TEDx, entrepreneur and TEDx speaker, Melanie is also pursuing her dream of writing a book where she shares true stories and in a suite of tools, including her very own ego cake, which she talks about in our interview. Framework intended to guide people through the discovery of their personal capacity and ultimately how to respect it. I think that you'll find and our, uh, our, our, our listeners will find that uh, Melanie has a wealth of knowledge when it comes to this. She uh, teaches business at a college and uh, is an entrepreneur in her own right and uh, gave us a lot of learning. Yeah, and uh, it comes right from her car. Yes. She actually recorded this in her car. So please enjoy our wide-ranging, entertaining, informative, knowledgeable Lots of takeaways uh, with the wonderful and kind Melanie Sotka. Great, Mel. So uh, thanks again. We just want to say thanks again for coming on the uh, the Authentic Entrepreneurs. Uh, we're really excited to have you. I just want to get started, just so our listeners and our viewers get a little understanding of uh, you know uh, who Mel Melanie is. Why don't you give us a little origin story about your background and and how you became your entrepreneurial journey and speaking about you know, capacity creator and ego cake and, and things where like that. Where did it all start, yeah. Mel? Where did, where, did, where did little Mel start? Oh, this, we have so much fun with where it all started, but that would take too long. Um, so, um, so basically, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm also a business professor, and um, I've been doing both roles for about 10 years now. And, you know, 
everybody knows what a business professor does, so I won't go into detail with that. I love love my role there because um, I love how I'm able to serve the students and how they can teach me so much. So I attribute my cool factor to my students because they keep me on my toes and they just share that new lingo with me. So that's that's where my cool factor comes from. But um, the Capacity Creator brand was really born out of uh, burnout. So it was a business that came out of the doctor basically writing me off and saying, you're done for this much time. And instead of resting and recovering, I built a business because that's what high capacity people do. Yeah, exactly. So speak a little bit about uh, Capacity Creator and how that helps entrepreneurs and how that, like what you've been doing with Capacity Creator. I, I saw, first time just so our listeners know, I saw Mel uh, do a workshop at a conference we were both speaking at and uh, just love the whole Capacity Creator concept, especially with the person, you know, like myself and Stu and, and a lot, many of our listeners who are very, very busy with the ins and outs of the everyday. Um, how does cap- Capacity Creator work and, and how does it work, like how do you think it will benefit entrepreneurs? Yeah. Thank you for asking that. Um, Capacity Creator is really about addressing this addiction to distraction, about um, overcommitment. It's also about how we multitask and how we just try to be more efficient, more productive, um, and how it's actually leading to burnout. And so what Capacity Creator does is it deconstructs our commitment patterns and our overindulgent behaviors and really takes a look at, you know, so deep self-awareness at why is it that we say yes to so many things? Why is it that we have difficulty saying no? So through so much research um, and really observing people and really looking at tendencies, because I'm a huge human behavior nerd. I read a lot about this. Um, I study. I love to watch people, uh, not in a creepy way, (laughs) but in a way that I can gather uh, really informal data and bring that together. So how it helps people is, again, it just helps them really understand, um, you know, where they're stretching their capacity, where are they overcommitting, and why? Why are they doing this? And really taking back some of that time to do the things that they really want to do that they're not doing. Um, and so it's, it's been an amazing journey because the brand continues to evolve. Um, I'm having tremendous conversations with people on this topic because there's a distinction between time and capacity. And I think this is where I'm able to serve people differently than your traditional time management um, skill set, if you will. So that's a really interesting. Uh, so my, my thought process is like when you're building a business as an entrepreneur, what are some of the biggest mistakes that we're making when it comes to um, our capacity and like the, the, the amount of capacity, amount of things that we're taking on? Like, what do you see in your studies and your business and your, in the work that you're doing with entrepreneurs that are, that are common threads that, that people that are starting up startups or whether you're bootstrapping or you're looking for funding, however you're doing it, what are some of the common threads that you're seeing uh, when it comes to capacity? Everything you just said, Nick, are things that we go after at the same time, which becomes problematic because we only have a certain amount of capacity. Now, our capacity has elasticity to it. And I have fun with this concept with my clients and my audiences. Um, but we can only do so much at once before really we stagnate, right? Because 
distraction and overcommitment is really the death of productivity and creativity. So as soon as we decide that we're going to take on the world and do everything at once and solve all the problems and serve every community, we get ourselves into a heap of, it, of problems. And I think a lot of the times that's where entrepreneurs get stuck. There's also so many solutions. And Stu spoke to this beautifully on a video about these microwavable solutions um, to, to problems that you can't apply this to. It just, you know, the quick fixes that people look for, the instant gratification that people look for, really start to burn people out. And we're starting to see the mental, physiological, emotional, so many um, effects that it's having on entrepreneurs in, try, in trying to do everything quickly. And I think that's one of the, the biggest uh, reasons for failure at this point. Yeah. Do, um, hi, it's Stu over here. <laughs> I've been Hi. I've been listening, Mel, to everything you've been saying, um, and thanks for the shout out on my on my microwave um, entrepreneurship thing, which I also apply to parenting and health. Um, the quick fixes are so real. Um, but my question for you is like, what would you tell um, what would you tell the old entrepreneur, me, old man Stu, um, <laughs> fifty year old Stu, um, who's been doing this for thirty years? Well, forty nine, man. Like, come on, yeah. you got time. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, the the forty nine and a half year old Stu, um, who's doing this for a long time, and and they're they're trying to adapt. I think I'm trying my best to do it. I'm doing okay, I think. But for those out there who are trying to adapt to the new world of of of, of social media, of this instant gratification, of this uh, this this kind of like, and there's a great term for it. I recently heard called hustle porn, where it's like you've got to constantly be going, going, going. What would you what would you tell someone? What would your like advice be? What would your like five cent advice be for that? It's an interesting question, um, Stu, because those who have been successful are still around, meaning they've done something really well. And you call yourself old, but I think you've you've been in this space for a long time. And I would look to you and your counterparts as the equilibrium, as you know. Yeah, you've probably hustled. Yes, you've probably you know overstretched your capacity at one point, but you've also been maintaining a message that has worked and that has resonated because you continue to build community. You continue to retain community, and I think you know the message to the the people, the entrepreneurs that have been in the game for a lot longer is to to really continue what you're doing because clearly you haven't taken any shortcuts. No. Um, and you're inspiring the younger entrepreneurs. We are looking for that sustainability. We are looking for champions. And it's funny because in, in one of the groups that I'm in, it is the thing that I crave the most is that mentorship and that coaching in terms of keeping the business alive, keeping myself alive without hitting burnout. Um, because we need, we need that equilibrium. We need that sustainability. And we look to those who are still in the business who are sticking to the game plan. And sticking to the game plan might seem like, okay, Mel, that's really easy, but it's not. Because no. we are so distracted by the newest, um, the newest outlets, the newest channels, the newest ways to get the message out, and that causes um, death in the business. <clears throat> yeah, I think, it's, I think we kind of, kind of call it like entrepreneurship ADD. Yeah. You know, where it's hard <laughs> to stay focused. So, you know, the next shiny thing comes along and this young, for me anyway, for this, this young 21 year old comes along and is like, I have a million followers on, you know, whatever platform. And you're like, gosh, am I, 
should I be concentrating on that, concentrating on that? But I, I, I'm, I'm that's th thank you for saying that because I think staying the course yeah. is important. Talk to us a little bit about ego cake. <laughs> <laughs> Ego cake. It's such a fun structure. Um, so it's one of the uh, it's one of the frameworks that I use and I trademarked um, to help people again deconstruct their commitment habits. And it came out from a conversation with my mom, and um, she's like, "Mel, your life is like this decadent dessert table. It is like filled with mouth-watering desserts. Like all of this opportunity you have in front of you, it's pretty fantastic." And I was like, "Yeah." hell yeah, it's, I'm lucky, this is great, like, there's a lot going on. And she says, you have taken a bite out of every single one of them. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, I, yes, I have, I'm, I'm not sure where you're going with this, but okay, yes, I'll admit to that. And she looked me square in the eye and she said, which one have you enjoyed the most? Mm. And it's like she had kicked me in the stomach. Like mm. the, the wind was taken right out of my sails because I couldn't answer that question. I was so bloated in having overindulged in all these opportunities that I basically just couldn't even tell her which one I was enjoying the most. And I think a lot of us are suffering from that right now. So I do what I do best when I am just, you know, in the weeds, I create. And so I created this five layer cake structure from this analogy that she used. And we take it from the bottom and we take it all the way to the top and really understand where people are overcommitted and what they need to resign from. And that that's the like, juiciest part of this cake is getting people to resign from the thing or things that are no longer serving them. Right. It's huge because it releases capacity. Sure, yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, and that, that's huge because I think I, I recently was spending spent a few days up um, with my friend Greg Wells, who's a phenomenal performance uh, yeah, doctor. Greg, I know Greg. Yeah, yeah, one of the one of the predominant people in the performance and health in the world, and and Greg and I really tried tried to break down why is it that we can't stay focused on things, why is right. it that we need to take on everything or 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 get so scattered. And I think that was it came down to one simple idea we came up with was you have to have you have to figure out what it is you really want to do with your life. Right. What is that one thing you really want to do with your life? And if it is so clear and so, I mean, you, you got to break, and we did it, we spent three days breaking down what it is we were trying to do with our lives. And we figured if you get the one thing, every, and you did that one, if that's all you focused on, everything else would fall into place. Yeah, yeah. Right? Right. Rather than trying to do five, 10, 15 different things and have to-do lists for all of them, what's the yes. one thing that the byproduct of that one thing would then ripple onto everything else and make it just happen by kind of osmosis? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, that's I, I love that cake idea. I think it's fantastic. It's so true. Like we get so distracted, and we have so many things going on that we give nothing really to all of them, rather than you know a few things that matter the most. Yeah. No, nope. I, I I love it. So Mel, just being cognizant of your time, I know you're a busy woman. We've got um, a few questions that actually uh, I'm going to pause. Yeah, I like to ask one more thing before okay. we go to the. Is that okay? We got, we, that's the thing, of right? Of course. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, yeah of quick. course. Do um, it. You know, we do work both Nick and I work with a lot of young people. And uh, I would just, I would just love to know, like, what was it you wanted to do when you were graduating grade twelve? <laughs> I was graduating think? grade twelve. Oh my gosh! You know, I didn't know, and it's funny because there, I'm surrounded by people who knew exactly what they wanted to be when they were like in grade four, yeah. and these people are doing it. For me, my trajectory has been this windy road mm. of really exploring opportunities and letting it lead me, but. You know, I did find this picture of, 
me speaking and um, I was about 15 and I won an award mm. and I always knew I loved speaking and so it's interesting how I didn't actually consciously know that I wanted to do that or I didn't actually verbally say that out loud when I was in grade 12 but um, people aren't surprised when I run into them or friends tell me now like this is this is what you were meant to do yeah that's great the authentic entrepreneurs are brought to you by Hey, I'm Stu Saunders and I'm the founder of the Epic Community. I just want to quickly tell you about this uh, amazing event that we do every year and about the community itself. It's a small group, less than 100 people. We go somewhere cool each year. Last year in Vancouver, this year it's in Toronto, a very, very awesome kind of off-the-grid location. Why do I do this? I do this because I got really sick of seeing and experiencing those large, massive organizations that, or concerts that have a thousand, two thousand, even like 500 people where you're shoulder to shoulder and you're stuck like sardines and there's great production, no question. But I mean, what are you gonna pull out of that? I remember going to one last year in Vegas and I asked the guy with two and a half thousand people in the room with a very recognizable person, um, we'll just call him Anthony, and I asked one of their organizers, I said, how many people in this room take anything from this and actually do anything with it? He said less than 2%. And I asked him why. He actually said the reason why, Stu, is because there's nothing, it's just like a, a hit of endorphins. It's like going to a rock concert. It doesn't have lasting power. So I thought to myself, this needs to change. So I created the Epic Community. It's incredible. Obviously, I'm biased, but it's less than 100 people, 14 of the world's greatest faculty who know their, know their stuff on, on health and wellness and branding and business and optimization. These people are amazing. They will actually take your life to the next level. We only have a few spots left if you're interested, but hold on, wait. You probably like to do, you own it, you run it, you founded it, you're obviously biased. You're right, I probably am biased, but it is amazing. But if you don't believe me, listen to the people who went there. Here they are. My brain and my heart are so full. It has soul. And I think this is the start of something very special. It's been real. You won't be disappointed. Blown away. Absolutely flawless. Perfect. You know that you're just around like the most amazing humans. Great experience, great people, great minds, great dis discussion. One might say, this is epic. Okay, so as Nick said, we have, we like to call our four big questions. Um, so we're gonna go back and forth. We ask this of all of our guests. Nick will go first, I'll go second. And just, you know, um, what comes to mind when we answer those questions and, and we'll rip through them. There are rapid fire, but very valuable questions. Nick, the first question of our four big questions. Okay, question number one is, at the moment, Mel, you're a bit really busy woman, but one of the things that I know that you uh, you do is you're constantly learning. So, what are what are uh, what are you learning or reading right now at the moment that's that's leaving an impact that you're applying to your everyday life as an entrepreneur? So, two things. I am reading Human Behavior by the author last name Green because I am a human behavior nerd. So, the more that I can understand about our tendencies, the more content and research I can pulse into my. Um, into my work. The other thing I'm reading are transcripts from my podcasts. So I recently, <laughs> I recently got all of them transcribed, so I could just pull out some of the nuggets and really use that in the book that I'm writing, uh, in the content that I provide, in the delivery of any um, speaking engagements that I have, um, because these are really uh, personal stories about capacity and other nuggets of wisdom. So those Great. are the things that I'm reading right now. Uh, Mel, what's your podcast name? 
people can look it up? Uh, Capacity Creator. Okay, awesome. So look that up on uh, wherever you get podcasts, right? Yeah. All right, my turn for a question. What okay. was a failure you had early in your career that turned out to be a positive impact or change on your life? What was a failure that turned out to be something that was positive? You know, I have explored this notion of failure, and I was even on a podcast recently called The Art of the Fail. Two Perfect. amazing guys have this, and we talked extensively on this, and we were talking about failures that I thought were like of epic proportions and realized later that they were so insignificant. I think failure uh, really is rooted in our expectations. And if we don't manage them, then I think, you know, we would all define failure very differently. I mean, I could say that failure, I failed a course in university could be a failure. Um, I failed to update my license plate stickers and my <laughs> license and got pulled over actually yesterday and got ticketed. So big fail on my part. Uh, so, I mean, it really depends on your expectations and how you manage that and how you see it. Failure to me is a lesson. Yeah. I don't know. I have this innate ability to just be able to say, okay, that didn't work out as I thought it would. That's fine. What? How did it work out? What can I learn from? How do we move on from this and, and create create a post or some content from it? Yeah, yeah I guess I, I heard it. once someone say, a failure is only a failure if you learn nothing from it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Perfect. Go. Question three. Question three. What are some of your biggest influences? Or influencers. Ah. Or influencers, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jane Goodall. I don't know if everybody knows who Jane Goodall is. Um, she works with chimpanzees, but Amazing. I she does way more than that. Um, she just I saw her in person last year, and you know she teaches people how just to be rock solid human beings on this planet. And I just loved her philosophy and how she looks at the world in terms of um, giving back. Uh, so that she's she's a huge influence. We talk about hardcore business people right now. I love Brene Brown, Mel Robbins, mm -hmm. and Laura, who's in our Speak and Spill uh, Gas our Audience. So I haven't met any of those three right? women, but they I love their trajectories. I love following where they've been, um, what they actually put out to their communities, and the value that they add um, when they serve. So those are, those are some of the four biggest people that I'm following right now. Nice. Love it. Um, Number question number four, what is one thing you would tell any entrepreneur, manager, executive who's just starting out that career, that journey? What's one piece of advice if you could like, what's that? If you boil it down, that not, it's not, it's better, it's a better term than that. It's not boil it down, but whatever. If you could <laughs> nugget. narrow the nugget, what's a one nugget, like, like put it on a poster, put it on a billboard as Tim Ferriss says, put it in a text message. What's that one piece of advice you're gonna give a brand new entrepreneur or a manager or executive just starting out in their career or journey? Get over yourself. <laughs> wow. Um, honestly, like I, you know, I just had a conversation with somebody and I told them that two years ago and I actually felt really bad because it came out aggressively, but I had to. It's, it was my job as their friend and colleague. And they said, Mel, you just, you know, you told me to get over myself a couple years ago. And I think about that almost daily. So thank you. Get over <laughs> yourself. I love it. When you realize you're not the most important person on the planet, it's a pretty cool. It's a pretty cool thing to experience. Um, all right. So now our fifth question, because we have a fifth question, and that is done from our random question generator. So uh, oh, we're gonna just we're, yeah, we're it's just random. We're gonna turn on the computer right now, um, and our, our listeners can hear the computer going right now. It's randomly picking out a question, and uh, Mikey, if you don't mind hitting the stop button, perfect. All right. Oh, it is Nick today. Nick, you get to do the question. 
It's an extra hey quite, quite a simple uh, simple question. What is, like, what's next for you? So in the next six months, where do you want to be? In the next year, where do you want to be? I mean, we come back, we circle back with our uh, with this interview, and we'd be like, okay, Mel, you said this on September 18th, and where are you now? So what is, what's the goals for, for you uh, moving forward for this year? Oh, I, I love this question because it keeps people honest and accountable. Um, <laughs> I would love to have the book out. So currently writing a book, so I'd love to have that out in people's hands. I would also love to have a um, foundation or some sort of um, fund where I could help um, entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs and old entrepreneurs, but really contribute to uh, sustainability. So it's just something that we need to really dedicate a lot of brain power to and focus to. So who's coming up with some brilliant ideas to really make a, a real impact um, in this in this world? So these are some two, two big things on my agenda. I can talk to you about growing my speaking career. It's really it's really about number of people impacted. I would love to be able to impact, you know, a, a million people, if you will, in the next two to three years. Yeah, love it. To come back and, and say that I've touched over a million lives. No doubt you will. Um, Mel, you got a great vibe and you know, we just, we just, we love this conversation. We know you're short of time and we're short of time. We're all trying to get stuff done as entrepreneurs. Um, and I we will are tell you. We respecting our capacities too. Exactly. Right, I know, exactly. Uh, as, in terms of your book, in terms of your book, uh, one of our sponsors is called Page Two and they're actually involved in our Epic program too. Um, they're a phenomenal publisher and if you want information, um, look at ah, page two. Thank you. Um, they're they're Canadian. There's these two lovely ladies started the started it. They're, it's just a phenomenal. They're a phenomenal people. Anyway, um, Mel, how do people get a hold of you? Where can they reach you? Where, where where are you at? Like, how do they connect with the amazing Mel? Ah, well, you can connect with me at capacitycreator.com. You can follow me on Instagram, Instagram and Facebook on my Capacity Creator pages. Um, you can email me. Melanie at capacitycreator.com. I love receiving mail from people and I respond to every single piece. Um, you know, I will not promise within any given times, but when I receive a personal email, I definitely make sure that I respond because those are important conversations and to show gratitude for someone who took time to do that. Well, we appreciate it, and we appreciate your time today. We yeah. uh, thank a lot. you so much for having me. Oh, this is awesome. Welcome. You guys know, are fantastic individuals. We know that you're doing this from your car. Yeah. <laughs> if you're watching, if you're watching our YouTube uh, channel, which you should subscribe to um, and watch, you'll see Mel uh, in person in her car talking to us <laughs> um, because she is that committed to her message and uh, to being, you know, with us today. So, Mel, from the bottom of our hearts. Thanks for being a, a you know um, and a guest here on the Authentic Entrepreneurs, and may your journey continue to be stupendous. Oh, thank you very <laughs> much, gentlemen. All right, thanks, Mel. Thanks, Mel. Okay, take care. <laughs> we'll talk soon. You bet, for sure. Well, that was a, a phenomenal interview. It actually uh, went deeper than I thought it was going to go. Um, you know, Nick, and I think one thing I love about these interviews is we both take things away. You're great at taking notes. I try to absorb. Uh, mine, I do some on my phone, but you're great taking notes. But the one thing I really took away from um, Melanie's conversation with us uh, was about getting over yourself. And I think that's really important. I, for years at camp, I've had so many staff come through the kind of that, that circle of, uh, you know, every, every three to four years they change. And every, t every so often I'll have a staff member say, well, what happens to the camp when we go, when I'm gone? And I'm like, it's not about you. It's about uh, what we do, you know, and that's why for me, for as an entrepreneur for YLCC, I wanted to take a step back in terms of not speaking as much and being the front of it because I don't want 
me to be the linchpin to all of it because I'm not the most important thing. What we do is the most important thing. So I loved when she said, you know, people need to get over themselves. Mm-hmm. Brilliant, yeah. perfect, and everybody should listen to that. And that's about everything. Like, uh, you know, get over yourself. You know, figure out how you can help others because if you help others, um, you know, you'll be successful. Um, you know, and we can all work together. So beautiful job, Melanie, on that one. Uh, yeah, and I mean, she, she gave us uh, a plethora of knowledge, but one of the so things much. that I, I wanted her to, or what she spoke about that I took from it was uh, uh, creating capacity um, to do the things that are important for yourself in your life. And so often as an entrepreneur, we're always, you know, go, 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 you know, we'll say yes and yes and, and, and to a point where we're, you know, it's not about time management, it's about do I have the capacity and recognizing the importance of, you know, resting and knowing, you know, what do I have the capacity to do? Or what do I need to say no to? What can I say yes to that's going to serve me and my community um, yeah. to be your best possible uh, entrepreneur? So, yeah, the cake yeah. idea was great. I love that. Yeah, ego um, cake. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, great episode. Um, you know, really, really appreciate uh, Melanie coming on, taking time. We had some problems with the internet, so she had to get in her car and drive somewhere that was uh, a better place for the Wi-Fis. <laughs> we appreciate the effort, yeah, Melanie. it was really great. And we're excited uh, that we get these type of guests on to really help. We want to give you takeaways. Um, we want to give you takeaways. That's what our goal is here, so that you can, you know, be a better and more authentic entrepreneur. Um, so, yeah, until next time. Um, you know, we, uh, we hope that you enjoy our journey. Never forget to, or don't forget to, or don't be afraid to drop us a note. Yeah. Um, you know, DM us or email us. I'm Stu at YLCC.com. I am Nick at uh, NickFoley.ca. Nick at NickFoley.ca. Stu at YLCC.com. Please uh, just drop us a note. We'd like to know if you're enjoying the show. Uh, give us a like. Give us a rating. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a subscription. Give us a share. All that stuff. Um, yeah. Final thoughts, Nick? Yeah, great episode. Looking forward to uh, you know to continuing the journey this season. Yeah, next week we have on the show with us the amazing, phenomenal Canada's own Mary Kondo, Claire Kumar. Claire Kumar. So make sure you come next week. Listen to Claire Kumar. She talks about organization, efficiencies for your family, for your life, for your business. She's an entrepreneur. She is at, She's she's a glowing light. She's so much fun. Yeah. And I took a lot out of uh, next week's episode. I know you will too. We record five at a time just so you know four or five at a time so that's how we know next week is yeah. going to be phenomenal be great. So until next time keep being authentic all right thank you for listening to the authentic entrepreneurs don't forget to like subscribe and share until next time keep being authentic